Welcome to the Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode 111 for January 7th, 2024. This is the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, you can hit us up at the PTR show at gmail.com or you can tweet at us or at X on at the PTR show. Man, that was a tongue twister. I start I started hearing everybody call it Twitter again. So I don't know, was it X or the Twitter? Elon, um, Elon, man. Make up you your do? mind, dude. Elon, and and congrats Elon. to you for not screwing up 2023 with 2024 because we had in our notes 2023. Now it's like, oh crap. Uh, so, caught the last way to go, Brian. Thank you. Uh, I, I just briefly looked at our email and I'm not seeing nothing. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't think we've had any feedback. Oh, well, so perfect way to end a 2023, right? No, feedback. yeah, yeah, that's the way I'd kind of look at it. Um, so with that in mind. Let's get started because I've watched a lot of TV. Yes, you have. You and, and this is three weeks worth, so let's just let's just put that out there. Also, you um, did a lot of TV and movie watching. That's impressive. So, just looking at our list, we take what Brian has watched, <laughs> and we take what I've watched, and you take Brian's number. And multiply it by nine. I think we're almost <laughs> the same. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is you watch nine <laughs> times more content than I did. I think so. I think so. So now, <clears throat> look, I, I got to say there, uh, we, we had some isolation going on in my house. We didn't try to leave the house for like a week. So, yes, yes, it kind of helped. I had nothing better to do but sit around and watch TV. Um, um, did did you knock anything out of your check Ryan list, or did you? It's all new content. Nah, it's all new. Oh, Perfect yeah. timing to to knock out some Jack Ryan list. So. Well, I was kind of stuck watching TV with the kids, so that's true. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I probably need to add one of their shows to our list, even though I don't really want to, but I probably should because I watched enough of it that. It should be considered that I watched it, even though I didn't watch as much as my kids. So Let, let's let's go with that. Starting with TV watched. Uh, for some reason, when I went to Amazon Prime, it was giving me Ryan Reynolds first credit. And it was and, and, and the show literally in the uh, thumbnails, it says the name of the show. And then it says Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so. He was the big star of the show, which he actually was the big star of the show. But the show's called 15, which is a Canadian-based show that showed on Nickelodeon. And I want to say it was the early 2000s. And it's a tween teen drama. It's probably the best way to put it. It reminded me a lot of Degrassi. If, if you've ever watched Degrassi or Degrassi Junior High, that's what this show reminded me of. Um... For some reason, I was joking around. I said, hey, kids, you want to see Ryan Reynolds' first credit? And they said, yeah. And I put it on, and they liked it. And there was four seasons, 
60 some episodes i think close to it and they watched it all jeez yes uh i did not watch it all but i've i bet you i've seen at least probably 15 20 episodes so um yeah and on imdb which i'm gonna tell i'm I'm gonna say this i i'm usually a big imdb person i go to them for a lot of information a lot of stuff and on imdb you know they give you the the actors and how many episodes of different shows they were in and all that stuff on there they said he was only in a handful of shows and uh, my kids went on to tell me that he was in almost every episode of that show so well, he was a star in that show right he did not start out that way because he was like one of the younger little kids in the show oh really yeah and uh yeah he was not meant to be the star of that show by any means and but they they but the last season he was then you know the other the other the other stars on the show i guess you could say were uh aging out so he then at that point more or less became the star of the show if that makes sense Mm. um but Mm. yeah yeah i i I don't know it it, i didn't think it was the greatest but anyways (laughs) actually you know what i'm i'm looking back here let me let me go back i don't think it was early 2000s i think this was way earlier than that yeah it has to be before 2000 because i think ryan Reynolds in 2000 was making movies not tv shows IMDb is just not acting right here. What the heck is going on, buddy? Hmm. I don't know. It's bugging. It's bothering me. It's not giving me my uh, my list I wanted. Oh, here we go. Now I got a list. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, 1991. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I don't say yeah, like that. So this show, it says he was in 18 episodes. There were 65 episodes. My kids swear he was in every episode. So he was in more than 18. I don't know where that number came from, but I digress. Let's move on because I got a lot of things here. Uh, <laughs> that that was one of the, the few things that I don't even really care to remember. Um, yeah. Uh, saw another a couple episodes of the challenge on MTV. Um, me and my kids like to watch Master Chef Junior, and they did a they didn't do a full season of it. They did a quick little, I think it was like four episode miniseries, I guess you could say, called Master Chef Junior Home for the Holidays. And what's funny is we found there was two seasons of it, but it looks like we don't know if both seasons were this year or one was last year. We couldn't tell, but we ended up watching both. Um, and instead of having a full 30 some kids or however many they usually start with 20 some kids this time they started out i think with 10 and they quickly like each episode they took out like two or three so they nailed it down pretty quick um and it was supposed to be the ideas based on holiday dishes that they did at home with their families so it was good as all Mm -hmm. master chef junior uh shows are um we watched a documentary that was uh suggested to me called take care of maya on netflix Wow, this was really good and really eye-opening. Um, this was about a, a young girl. This is just, you know, 
I think it happened like 2015-ish, mm-hmm. where there was a young girl, I think she was like 9 or 10 at the time, um, who got this really, she was a normal girl everything, and then all of a sudden just got really sick, and they found out she has this like rare type of disease, I don't even remember what it's called anymore at this point, um, there's, it's like very few in the U.S., yet alone the world, have this. Uh, they feel constant pain. Um, it's just a lot of different things going on. And one of the only ways that they found to treat it is they take the, <laughs> the people that have this. I shouldn't just say kids, but people that have this, but including kids, they put them in a medically induced uh, coma um, for like five days or six days. And then when they take them out, they're much better. But then they're also treated by um, giving them doses of ketamine, which basically is like horse tranquilizer. And um, which obviously you would normally think, what the heck are you doing? But it works and it helps the kids Um, or the patients. I shouldn't just say I don't think it's just kids, patients in general. So this family, the, the mother, she's from Poland. She's a, she was a nurse. Um, she do, started, you know, diving into all this and trying to, you know, do all the research and find out everything she could. She finds all this stuff. They, they decide to do it with her child and it works. But then like six months later, or maybe it was almost a year later. I don't remember the exact timelines. The, the child has like a relapse and it just happened to be they live in Florida. It just happened to be when it was in the middle of like a hurricane. So they ended up taking their, their child to, uh, I think it was one of the children's hospitals. And when they're telling the staff what it was, they didn't believe them. They didn't believe the parents. And the parents are telling them, no, oh, you got to give them this. And they're like, we don't give kids that kind of treatment. And they thought it was one of these like Munchauser syndromes where the parent is making the child sick so that they can always have, you know, they're always relying on the parent and always, you know, parent has to take care of the kid. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up calling child services and child services from the hospital gets involved and they basically take the child away from the parents. And in actuality, they were wrong. The parents knew exactly what needed to be done, exactly what had, you know, should be happening. Um, all of this and it got to the point where they couldn't even talk to their they couldn't come to the hospital and see their child at all so and this happens through like the major holidays so like thanksgiving christmas all of that stuff um the child's still in the hospital through this whole time and they're just like when they do have phone calls even it's monitored and they they ask you know how are you doing and if, the, and if it starts to get anything into how the hospital's dealing with it, they're telling the mom, you can't talk about this or we're going to hang up. And it just it's very crazy. Um, the parents have attorneys and all this, and, and, and even that's not working out. And they finally go to a judge and the judge sides with the hospital and isn't siding with, you know, the parents because they're thinking, well, it's a hospital. They, they must know what's right or wrong. And it gets so bad that the mother ends up committing suicide. Jeez. And yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. That's uh, pretty sad stuff. Yeah. yeah, the mother commits suicide because she can't handle that they've taken her child away from her. 
And I don't want to say luckily she did, obviously, but that finally at least brings some attention to what's going on and what's happening. And the family still, as of four or five months ago, was fighting this, the dad and the daughter. Um, the dad finally got the daughter back after this happened with the mom. Um, the daughter now is doing better. She She's fine. I, I don't even know if she still has to have those medical treatments. She did to get back to feeling better and, and to be somewhat normal, but... Um, you know, obviously now she feels she was kidnapped by the hospital and she's afraid of doctors and hospitals and things like that. She has her own kind of issues, but, um, you know, these, you know, her, her brother now don't have a mom, obviously. So they've been fighting the, the power that hospitals have with being able to take kids away from their parents and stuff, um, for a while. And they just won a lawsuit, I think this past September, um, which wasn't a big money thing. I mean, they did get money, but it wasn't based on that. It was more on making, I don't know if it was just the state of Florida or the U.S. in itself look at how to change laws, that they have to re, re, reinvestigate the laws of it or something to that factor matter. Yeah, look into it and maybe change it. Yeah, it was just, it was a really good, it was like a three or four, four episode documentary or maybe it wasn't maybe it's just an hour and a half documentary i don't even remember anymore because so many of these are different on netflix but it was really good really interesting um on that note though it was funny i just we just i was at my in-laws two nights ago friday mm -hmm. night sunday morning friday night and uh on abc i think it was abc dateline or something like that i don't know which, whichever one of those it is or 2020 special i don't know they were talking about uh, the exact opposite, where yes, a mother yep. did do the Munchausen syndrome to their daughter. Uh, the hospitals weren't believing the daughter. <laughs> the daughter's trying to tell them my mom's doing you know all this to me and I'm totally fine. To the fact that the girl was in a wheelchair, stricken to a wheelchair. She had a feeding tube at one point. I mean, all kinds That's of crazy stuff. Yeah, and the, and the daughter ends up, as she gets older and is getting better because she's able to voice more opinions and realizes her mom's been doing to this for years, she ended up getting, like, a boyfriend mm -hmm. and getting the boyfriend to kill the mom. <laughs> so, I mean, it goes both ways, you know. It's like the, uh, you know, one aspect of it, you look at it and you say, man, I wish, you know, the hospital or somebody would have stepped in and done something. And then you look at the documentary I just talked about that I watched Take Care of Maya, where it's like, why do they have these rights? They shouldn't have these rights. So it's like a double-edged sword, man. It's 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 really weird. But anyways, that's a really good one. I, I highly recommend it, especially if you're a parent of children. Uh, you should take a look at it. It kind of gives you an idea of, you know, be careful. And, and the biggest thing, the whole reason they were able to go after this hospital and sue this hospital and all that is because at one point they wanted them to settle and say, because they take your kid away from you and they use that as bait, basically. I mean, it's not bait, but it, it basically is. But they say, OK, we'll, we'll let you have your kids back, but you got to follow our rules. And like some some of the rules and, and some they, they interviewed all these other people that have gone through this. And some of them has been where, OK, we'll let the mom take the kid, but the dad has to like move out. 
like the dead can't have any contact with the child anymore or all these different things. And it talks about how this tore families apart. Um, it caused uh, people to lose jobs. They're now, you know, they're on welfare basically because people thought they were doing this to their children because the hospital said they were. And they believe, and even, you know, people believe their hospitals. So it ruined like their reputation. So then people are like, well, I don't want people like you working here. So they fire them and get rid of them, terminate them. Um, one guy, he was a grown man. I mean, he, I'm talking, he was probably in his late twenties, early thirties. He's like, or he had to be older than that. Cause he's like, my dad's been in jail for like 20 some years because they thought he was doing this stuff to me. And the guy's like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a grown adult and I still can't get my dad out of jail prove that he was never doing any of this to me it's it's crazy man it was it was crazy so really good i, I highly recommend it um for sake of time i'm gonna move on uh we're on a new documentary me and my daughter called <laughs> till murder do us part soaring versus hasten and this is on netflix and this is like a three or four parter i think we're on we're still on part three i don't think we finished it i think that's four parts um this is a story happened in the 80s. So, yeah, 30 years ago, 30, 80s or 90s. So 30, I think it was over 30 years ago where this family. God, I can't remember where this was at exactly. I want to say it was Pennsylvania, somewhere Pennsylvania, somewhere in the East Coast. Yeah, upper New England. Anyways, that side, that side of the U.S. And uh Really rich family, they you know, well to do, known in, in the town they lived in, and all this stuff. And they had a teenage daughter, or you know, older teenage daughter. I'm talking 17, 18, 19, around there somewhere. Um, her and her boyfriend killed the parents, and, and it had to do because they were pretty strict and stuff. But to the daughter, but they killed the parents and then fled the country. And we're on the run for like two years. They finally catch him. Uh, at first, the boyfriend admits he did it. Then the daughter says, no, I did it. Then the boyfriend says, oh, yeah, she did it. And then she says, no, he did it. <laughs> and then he goes back to, I did it. <laughs> they kind of flip-flop. They keep flip-flopping mm -hmm. as their trials are going on. And they have separate trials. And so they flip-flop each time they have a different trial. And uh, they both ended up going away to prison for for years. The boy finally got out, and he's still saying now, "Yeah, I was innocent. I was stupid. I I don't. I agreed to this because I thought it would help her and all this kind. I don't know. We haven't finished it. Like I said, we're we're three parts into four. Uh, it's pretty interesting. So a lot of really gruesome though. Really gruesome. So just be aware of that if you do watch it. Um, and you watch this with who? My oldest daughter. <laughs> yeah, I, it was funny. We were talking the other day about, you know, she's a freshman in high school. So we got to start talking about career paths. And she's talking about different career paths. And I'm like, and I know it'd be a lot of schooling. It'd cost a lot. But you sure you don't want to be like a forensics doctor or something like that? I'm like, you really like that stuff. So, who knows? Dan, Dan, you're taking your love of the Flash a little too far. What? You're taking your love for the Flash oh, too far. 
No, I care less about that. She's <laughs> she's the one that's always asking me, can we watch this one? Can we watch this one? I'm like, you're digging Barry Allen's crib half too far. No, no. You're not you should not be imposing Barry Allen onto your dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> Although that'd be pretty sweet if she got struck by lightning with chemicals and turned into a No, Dan, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's she really does like all these forensic type Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Investigations and stuff. So, um, and then the last two things I think I'm looking over my list here. Yeah, the last two things we finished Loki, so completed that on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, that was a good series. Uh, it looks like uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't finished Loki by now, I think we were one of the last ones to do it. But it looks like uh, oh, I can't think of his name now. Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his time is basically done. Along with everybody. I don't know. Kang. Well, Kang, but that's a whole nother reason. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. they've already said they're they're probably recasting that character. Yeah. So um, but yeah, that was a good series. I enjoyed it. What was funny, and I did not put this in my movies watched. But we did introduce Julie, my 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 oldest daughter had already seen this movie, but my two youngest hadn't. So we re reintroduced the Goonies to my younger kids. Mm. And uh, it was funny because at the same time, we had just finished Loki like the day or so before that. And we were like, hey, does that kid actor seem familiar to you? And they picked out Sean Astin because he's been he's played roles in a couple like Disney shows. And they're like, yeah, we know him. He's the dad from this show and this show. And we're like, that's true. That's very true. Look, look at, look at, look at the character Data. Does he look familiar to you? And they're watching him and they're watching him. And they're like, <laughs> no. And we're like, that's Ob. And they're like, no. And we're like, yeah. And then when they heard him start talking, they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. But good come around for that actor. That. Yeah, popular again at the right time for for my kids. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about, uh, I don't even know. Did I mention it? I think I think I did, because that comes out weekly. Yeah, I did. Reacher. Continuing that, man, I love this show. It's to me, it's like the perfect combination of I'm going to beat the crap out of you because I'm smart and I know how to set people up and. Gunfights and. It's just a good action TV show. So I like it. I, I think it's I think it's a sweet show. I love it. So no, you don't put this in above the boys, do you? Reacher? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather watch Reacher than the boys. Oh really? Yeah. So it sounds like this is like your Reacher Reacher's not so far make believe. Wow. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, the boys is talking about superheroes. So yeah, it's right. there's, a, there's a lot to like buy into, but still. Yeah. So, I mean, the storyline on Reacher is more possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we're talking about superheroes. Come on. <laughs> right. No, but what I'm saying, I'm, I'm just saying. So to me, that makes I mean, if, if it's more real to life. To me, that makes it a better storyline. So I get really, into it more. really, yeah, I, I can get into it more. 
to me, yeah. when I watch TV, I want to be in disbelief. Tell yeah. me a good story. It's all about the story. Like I mean, if let's say that superhero is so far out in left field that it will never come true, blah 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 blah, and yet the story is so good that I'm buying into it. Then that's to me, that's a better story. Yeah. Now, now I see why a couple of movies that we're going to talk about on my list you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, that makes more sense. But okay. Uh, yeah. No, I I think Reacher is one of the best shows I've seen in the last few years. And not just on Prime. You talking about all oh, platform? Yeah. All platform. Oh, so this is like like your top 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 show then, like it's not top five, them. top yeah, two it, or something, whatever. Yeah, it would, top five easy, I would say. Hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. I uh, totally say, if you if you haven't jumped in, jump in. I, um. Oh, I will mention I did watch two episodes of another show. I don't think I talked. Did I talk about it last time? I don't think I've talked about it the last couple times. And it's a show we both watch, and and I don't know if you've you've watched it. You haven't mentioned it. I just haven't gotten into it, and that is Hard Knocks. Oh, um, Miami? Yeah, Miami. So, like, the, I have not the ones it. now that they started doing at midseason. Yeah. And I don't know, I just had a hard time getting into it. So I watched the first, I think the first episode, maybe the first two episodes. They're, they're okay. I don't know. Did they get into the coach? Because Coach McDaniels, he's a strange cat. They kind of showed it in the first episode a little bit. I don't. Yeah, not 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 too heavily, not too heavily. But mm, okay. yeah, and that's I think one of the only things that's kind of kept me interested and to the point that I'm like, yeah, I should keep watching this. But it's one that, you know, I watch an episode and then I forget that I was watching it. So then yeah, I, no, yeah. I don't go back to it. So um. Yeah. All right, so I'm 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 done with TV, which actually was my shorter list. So, so fine. <laughs> and actually, what you, what you got on your list here, I did I have watched the first, if not the first two episodes, but that's it. Oh, okay. Um, so I did not watch as much TV as Dan and company. And you took time off. I what the heck did you do, Brian? Come on. I, I want family stuff, man. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I get to go outside of the house. I get to yeah, leave the house. True. That was true. I, I I didn't have to be um, parked in front of TV. The couple shows, or the only the only major show that I watch, except a lot of sports, is that uh, on Disney Plus, What If season two was released. Now, what's really interesting about this season, season two. Um, was that they release a new episode each day, and and I forgot what day it was that they started out with, but it ended up the last episode was the day after Christmas or two days after Christmas. So each day you get a new episode being dropped, um, and that's what my schedule was each day. I logged into Disney Plus for thirty minutes. I get to see what the new episode of What If is like. Um, if Folks are not tuned into what if um, it's a animated show uh, from Disney and Marvel, 
and they tell a story of something that happens on a different timeline, something different that happens besides the main story that we know and, and, and have seen in theaters or TV. So for example, um, Peggy, uh, she, instead of uh, um, Steve Rogers getting the serum to be the uh, Captain America, Peggy Carter got it and she became um, a super soldier. So that's one storyline. And that storyline continue on to couple episodes of season two um out of the there's a total of i think nine episodes and what's really cool about this whole nine episodes is that there is a central storyline that ties all of them together i don't know if you've seen like a little bit of um a different superhero popping in and out uh of of the episodes that you've watched in but like in the in, in couple of episodes, a certain superhero comes in and and pops in and goes out and 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 at the end of the season two, it leads up to this one point that they all have to figure out. So it was pretty cool. I mean, I if you like season one, this is right up your alley. Season two is right up right up there. It's really really sweet. Mm. Um, one of my favorite episode is episode six about um a Mohawk woman back in the very long time ago when when the settlers was attacking the Indians um, and, and, and a Native American Indian, she got superhero powers and, and, and she was trying to defeat the um, Native, I'm sorry, she was trying to defeat the Spaniards from taking over her land. And the whole episode was dubbed. It was in, oh, in a Native American language, I forgot what it was, but it was pretty impressive. The story, the story was great. Um, uh, the storytelling was great. The animation was great, and 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 this is a whole new superhero that we've never seen before. Um, and and yeah, so this was one killer episode. It was episode six. When you see it, you you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty pretty good uh, season so far. Um, and season two just wrapped up, and I think season three is about to start in sometime early 2024. Um, so I'm looking forward to that too. But that was it. What if Disney Plus? Check it out. Cool. cool. News and rumors. Yeah, leads into uh, news and rumors. Um, I found an article uh, on the rap.com that lists some of the more anticipated TV shows. There's 30 of them. I'm not going to all 30. But you and I were chatting before. Um, I mean, these are there, there's some sweet TV shows coming up. Out of 30 or so, I was going to see if you have a top five that you're looking forward to. And I'll give you my top five. So why don't you give your top five, and I'll, then I'll give my top five. TV shows that we're looking for on 2024. I'll be, I'll be honest. Looking over this list, there was a lot I haven't even heard about. Oh yeah. So I was like, huh, okay. Um, my list is gonna be pretty simple. Uh, first there, of all, first of yeah. all, first of all, there's no high school football drama on this list. 
Not that I know. No, I'm kind of bummed. I know. Yeah, that that would have been a for sure. <laughs> that would have been my number one. Um, and and there's no um, CSI stuff on this one because then you'd be able to watch it with your daughter. Sounds like so none of those on this one too. From the looks of it. True. And honestly, four out of my five related to things I've already seen. So. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and these are in no particular order. I'm just looking where the way I wrote them down on here. But uh, one, Agatha, I don't even remember the full title of it. Basically, based off of Marvel's Agatha Harkness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking forward to that one more because my kids are excited about it. My kids are looking forward to it. Um, I don't even know when it's supposed to be coming out, but. Yeah, that that made uh, Agatha the Darkhold Diaries. That's what it is. It says fall. So, yeah, it made my list. Um, just for that reason, pretty much. Uh, in that same manner, another one that comes out in two days, uh, Echo, which <clears> is another Marvel one. And this one I'm more looking forward to, not even for the main character of Echo, but more because it's tied into somewhat the whole Hawkeye slash Daredevil world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to those aspects of it. Um, they were There was some news or some article saying that they're going to use Daredevil as a canon for, for Marvel coming up. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just kind of like, and it's only five episodes, so that'll be nice too. Um, now, so is that yeah. gonna be too violent for you to watch it with the fam? I don't think so. I didn't expect it to be, but we'll see. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll start watching it, and if it gets that way, I'll kick two of them out of the room. <laughs> be gone yeah um we'll see uh another one on this list should be obvious for most people that listen to our podcast for a while and that is avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. the new live action tv series based off of that which is coming fairly soon which reminds me i never finished watching the cartoon the original i have like three or four episodes left so i should probably do that and 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 finish that out and then get with my niece and maybe finish out our podcast and uh, cora you gotta watch cora too we'll fair. see man we'll see That's not fair, right? all right yeah i i, I don't know it, it's been hard for me to get back into the to watching avatar so we'll see but I'm kind of looking forward then to the to the live action series and see what happens with it. Um, and then there's two other ones. Mm-hmm. The first one, you're going to roll your eyes. Uh-oh. Actually looking forward to The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. Um, how much how many story can you tell about the same thing over and over again? You know, you know what? Here's here's the thing. I for me, I. I still watched The Walking Dead and I still enjoyed it until Rick left. And then once he left and I was like, I, you know, I, I realized I really didn't care about any of the characters that much anymore. And, you know, even the character of Daryl, which is everybody's favorite. And 
I just kind of like, eh, whatever. But the idea of Rick coming back and finding out what happened to him and what he went through and what was going on, I, I'm I'm interested in this. I, I want to see and I want to know. So, was this supposed to be a movie at one point? Yeah, they were gonna do I think a couple movies. Um, instead now it's I think it's six episodes. Mm. So and I don't know. I think I think some of them may be more than an hour, but I'm not a hundred percent. So hmm. I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to this one. So definitely that one. And then the last one was really a toss up. I, I had like three written down and I crossed two out. And and the third one I have written down here is called Tracker. And I think because right now watching Reacher, it kind of gives me that same feel. Um, granted this one is on, I think the CW, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be as, it's not going to be able to be as gritty or as it's going to be just a drama, a TV show drama. So we'll see how, how much that lasts for me, but it does have Justin Hartley. I did like him back from when he was on Smallville. So kind of looking forward to it mm. so we'll see how that goes but that, that those those made the five for me like i said i'm not putting a lot into any of them but you know it's really impressive that i think my five is totally different from your five <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> my five is so different from your five holy crap i thought that we we're gonna have some overlap but obviously not um my five true detective is up there as number one that was written on my list, but I took it off. Um, did what? Why did you take it off? Did, did uh, like one of the season delays episodes were pretty bad, and, and you're like, okay, forget about this kind of deal. No, I know I'm going to give it a shot, and I know I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I just I I don't know if I'm as excited about it as I want to be. I mm. want to be super excited about it, but I don't know if I really am. Mm. Yeah, I. If they can hit, if they get close to season one, where they had my, uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson, and 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 that season, uh, oh man, that was a crazy season. That was a great season too. So if they can get close to that, uh, I'm 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 all in. And from some of the early reviews, it's hitting on it's hitting on all cylinders. So um, looking forward to that. I don't, what was season three? I don't even remember season three. They had um, it, it was like a whole new crew and uh, the notebook, the girl from the notebook was in it. What was her name? Oh, but Rachel yeah. McAdams. Yeah, she was and in it. Wasn't, detective. wasn't Marshala Ali in that one? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm getting those mixed up probably, but uh, season two and three was not the best. But if they can get close to one, boom, yeah. Uh, my next one is Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh, on Prime Video. Um, big fan of Donna Glover, and and I'm kind of seeing where they go with this. So uh, it looks pretty cool. Some of the trailers looks pretty cool. So looking forward to that. There is a my next one is the regime 
as a Kate Winslet uh, HBO movie, uh, TV show, sorry. And the only reason I'm, at, I'm, I'm getting hyped on is because how much I love the TV show Mirror East Town. And from the looks of it, it's the same production that the, the uh, Mirror East Town that is doing this show. What show so, is this? The Regime. Okay. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, my next one. I can't. I mean, there, there's, there's no way that I'm leaving this one out. House of the Dragon. It's um, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's the Game of Thrones prequel. Um, so love season one. So I'm hyped on season two that's coming up on the summer of 2024. I'm hyped up on that. And there's a couple of them that I was looking forward to. Um, I think I, I am picking. It was split between um, the Penguin and and Shogun. Shogun was another one that I was, I was, and I, the the Penguin I was somewhat interested into. But I didn't put on my list, and then Shogun uh-huh. was one that I remember when that show was on back in the day, like the miniseries for that came out. Shogun. Yeah, back in I think it was the eighties, and uh, I was like, hmm. This, this could be interesting. Right. So I was looking forward to this. And the only thing that I don't know if I'm... The only thing... Like, I'm, I'm going to watch it. But I put the Penguin above this. It's just because the Penguin... Um, there's some cool storytelling with that. And, and, and that, to me, is hitting on something that I was looking forward to. Only thing about Shogun that I'm kind of leery about... I hope... It is on FX, right? So I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that anything to dealing with the Shogun are spoken in Japanese and they don't speak English. I know it's going to be kind of hard for folks for to watch a TV show center on a Japanese Shogun and they have to read subtitles. I know it's going to be hard, but I hope they don't break away from that and 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 have the shogun speak english that to me is gonna ruin the whole show but we'll see yeah i'll be okay either way you know what's funny though when you were telling me your list i for sure sure thought you'd be putting bridgerton in there <laughs> i think was like, season two Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my wife, like, my wife, that's number one on her list, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, because you, <laughs> uh, I thought they'd be like, oh, Dan's all about that show with his family. Well, no, not family. It was, with, no, with him, God, so, no, no. With his, with his wife. But um, I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, on my bingo card, that was like high up there. I knew yeah. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. That was my five. Looking forward to it. It's exciting TV shows coming up, so looking forward to a lot of things. Yeah, I uh, so I, I went and looked, and season three of True Detective that was in 2019. Oh, they yeah, it hit, it was so bad that they were like they were thinking about not doing anymore. Season until. three actually to me was not bad. I'm looking back at season two is the one you were thinking of. That was terrible. Oh, okay. Season season three though, I'm I'm looking at it. I remember watching it and I remember getting through the first. I know I watched 
I may have watched all of it, but I don't remember how it ended. So I'm actually going to go back and watch the last episode to see how it ended. Mm. Well, but like, keep in mind, these, they don't have any kind of relationship. No, 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 not at all. But I do remember we're thinking season three was much better. I thought season three was pretty good. Now that was the one with, with, uh, I must say his name wrong again, but Marshall Marshall. Ali. Yeah. 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 And that, that was, that was way better. So you're thinking of the one with, yeah, Rachel McAdams, uh, Colin Farrell, um, and Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch, which I like Taylor Kitsch. He's one of my favorite actors, but yeah, Mm. no, that one was bad. I didn't even finish that one and I don't care to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to movies watched. Holy moly. I, I, I mean, do you want me to go first? It's going to be a while. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't take that long, honestly. Um, so I got a lot of things on here. Uh, the first one, and I, I'm, I think I, uh, I'm just going to kind of go in order here. I don't I don't really have any particular way. Best Christmas ever. There's a theme to these. There's a theme to these. No, there's not a theme. Well, there is a theme. There's okay. A lot of these are Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's that's because this was over the Christmas holidays and that time of season. Right. Um, So, yeah, the first one was best Christmas ever. That's the one that just came out on Netflix with Brandy and Heather Graham and Jason Biggs. Um, Jason Biggs and Heather Graham are husband and wife and. Uh, Heather Graham's best friends with Brandy and they came out with a, a Christmas letter. She comes, she sends out a Christmas letter. Brandy does and says about, you know, how great her family is and she's been very successful. So how successful she is and all that and how Heather Graham and Jason Biggs, you know, they're like an, a normal struggling family and the the kid, the kid, the one of their kids plays a joke and they're not really a joke. They think they're making her mom's wish come true and, and they, Put in the GPS the wrong directions to go to Brandy's house instead of uh, where they were supposed to be headed. And they end up there and they get snowed in and all kinds of craziness happens. And it's a cute little movie. That's all Mm. I can say. It was okay. You know, it wasn't wasn't bad, but I mean, oh, my God, it wasn't the best movie I've seen this year. Let's put it that way. Um, It was it was cute. It was good. My, My family enjoyed it. They all said it was pretty good. So. Um. Then, of course, you had to watch Christmas Vacation, man. Have to watch what, that every year. What's that? Shut up, Brian. <laughs> uh, my kids actually were going to call in and do another message and say, did Brian watch it this year? I said, uh, no, he did not. I'm like, what? How can Brian not watch this movie? There's so many callbacks to it. And so many times it gets, it gets, uh, 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 what do you, what do you call it? Um. There's a lot of like quotes from it. Yeah, like references. References. Yeah. Yes, I know. Brian is clueless. So, uh, but well, this is one where, like you said, like it's got to be movie that's way out there, and then it's got what well, you got to believe in it. And if you don't believe in it, you're not gonna like it. Well, that that's this movie. Nah, <laughs> man, I would have watched Die Hard. One man taking up a whole army in a building, then. That's more believable. <laughs> you know what? Die Hard was not streamable anywhere that I could find. Seriously? Yeah, I was looking for it because I was like, man, but that's I a Christmas seen this movie. movie forever. That's a Christmas movie. Right. I was like, 
the only way to get it is to buy it, and it's still expensive because it's so popular. So, die hard, uh, huh? Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty depressed. I was like, there's nowhere that's right now streaming Die Hard. Like, well, I shouldn't say nowhere, but I have most of the big streaming platforms, and not on any of those. So, really, wow. If you do know where Die Hard is streaming for free, let me know, and I'd be glad to watch it. What a uh, fail on their end. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, you think you know, like Max even would bring it back just for the holidays? Just to draw people to them, but huh. and anywho, uh, Christmas vacation, family favorite. We all love it. Uh, I think before we even knew anybody in the house was sick, we watched. We all sat down and kind of watched that one one day. So, uh, yeah, and I think we watched parts of it again when we just were flipping channels and saw it on TV a couple times. Um, I did watch a great documentary on Prime called Bye Bye Barry. Uh, it's about mm. Barry Sanders. You and me have already talked about it, but it's basically about, you know, how he came to greatness. Um, you know, his his coming through the college ranks and getting drafted by the Detroit Lions uh, and all the different seasons he had with the Detroit Lions and why he just decided one day he was done, packed it up and retired, said, I'm out of here. So. If you're a Barry Sanders fan, if you've always wondered why he stopped when he was still in his prime and easily could have manhandled the record by, uh, well, at the time, Walter Payton and now held by uh, Emmett Smith, which probably going to be a long time before it's broke again, because when's the last time you saw a running back that lasted more than five seasons? Um, there's not too many of them. So. I would definitely recommend going and watching it. It was it was really 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 good. I really enjoyed it. Um, then the next one again, this is a repeat, uh, but it's a kind of a family tradition to watch it every year, and that's Polar Express. Uh, we watched this. We actually watched this one on Hulu, even though we own it. Um, just like Christmas Vacation, we watched that one on Vudu because we own it. But Polar Express, we own that one too. But we ended up watching this one on Hulu. Um, again, if you're into Christmas movies and especially with kids, this is a great one to watch. Uh, great job by Tom Hanks. So, uh, yeah. And then the next one is one of my favorite movies, <laughs> and it is kid related. It is high school related. There is football involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. But Checking all the boxes. It checks all the boxes. Um, but it's called Angus. It's not a well known movie. Uh, if you're a James Vanderbeek fan, I think it's one of his first, it's not his first, but it's one of his first credit credited roles. Um, cause this was before Dawson's Creek even, uh, but story of a, a, a large overweight kid who gets teased and picked on a lot in high school. And as a joke, they make him like, I don't know what they call it, but now, but it's more or less like the homecoming King. And so he's going to have to go to the dance and dance with the most popular girl who he's got a big crush on and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And there's there's other minor storylines weaved in and out of it. Um, but this is a movie from the late 90s. Um, I've really enjoyed it a lot. So. Through the years and I thought, eh, this is one that doesn't have a lot of. It, it's good for my my teenage and tween kids mm. so uh had them watch it and 
they all thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was good enough that they didn't get up and leave in the middle of it. They all sat there and watched <laughs> it. So that was a plus. Um, the next one is called Dashing Through the Snow, which, again, Christmas themed. This was a new movie this year on Disney+. Plus. This had, uh, what's that guy's name? He's a comedian. Little, God, I can't think of it. Little Reg? No, it's not Little Reg. Um, but it's got Ludacris. Ludacris is the main actor. And funny, funny side story there. Um, yeah, li- Little Lil Rel. That's who it is I was thinking of. And it's, it's a movie about Santa Claus and one of uh, Ludacris's character doesn't believe in Christmas. He had a bad experience as a kid, so he no longer believes in Christmas. So it was one of those movies about getting somebody to, you know, have hope and faith and believe in Christmas again. Kind of like the elf, how the elf does that is supposed to do that too with, you know, uh, adults get you to believe again. Um, but the f- but funny backstory here is we watched this show and then a couple days later was new year's Eve and we watched, uh, well, it's called Dick's Dick Clark's Rocket New Year's Eve, but it's not by Ryan Seacrest. And in the beginning of that show, they they took it to California and they do like, you know, those big parties beforehand. It's definitely not live. And uh, uh, Ludacris sang on there mm. and it comes on. And I was like, hey, it's Ludacris. And they started. He gets on there and he was singing a lot of his old songs. And my kids were like. I know this song, you know, and my kids are in dance and they do a lot of hip hop. So hey, I know this song. Hey, I know this song. And then they look now like that really is the actor from dashing through the snow. I'm like, yes, it is. And they didn't believe me when I told them in the movie that he was a performer, a singer and entertainer. They're like, really? He, he sings, he raps. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then, and then to blow their minds even more, they're like, wait, is he the one that founded Justin Bieber? I said, yes, he is. They're like, he's the one that sings in Baby Baby. I'm like, yes, he is. And that just blew their minds. Wow. They were like, woo. Wow. So, um, all right, moving on. Another one, I've kind of forced my kids to watch this movie. And I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it didn't, it doesn't hold up. It There's parts of it that I think if you saw it when it first came out or as a kid growing up and you got used to watching it, you're still going to like it. But to take my kids and say, hey, you need to sit here and watch this, they were just kind of like, man, eh, it's kind of boring. And that was a Christmas story. Uh, that was on Max um, because they have the the, se- they have the sequel to it that's on Max also right now, um, which I didn't. I've not watched or seen. I have no idea how that goes. But I had my kids sit there and watch that because, again, I said, you guys got to watch this just for the point of, you know, triple dog dare and, you know, a leg lamp. You got to know what these things are in pop culture. If it's brought up around you, you got to understand where it comes from. So we watched the movie and my kids weren't impressed. And I was kind of like. There were still parts of it that made me chuckle (laughs) and I thought were funny, but I kind of get where my kids were coming from, too. Then there was parts of it that's kind of like, meh. All right, I get it. Yeah. It's not the best movie in the world, but it's okay. So um, watch that. Now, the last four are not at all Christmas related in any way. Uh, not Well, Angus wasn't Christmas related, but uh, like I said, I was just kind of doing these in order. We watched Blue Beetle on Max. So wow. DC entry that came out uh, November, I believe, with I'm not even going to try to say the kid's name, but the, the, the main star from Cobra Kai TV series. 
mm-hmm. uh, plays Jaime uh, Reyes. It was actually a good movie. I know, I Brian, you said couldn't you couldn't even it. you couldn't finish, finish it. it. No. I now, based on what you said about superhero movies, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why could you not finish it? It was just so over the top. I mean, like, I mean, like, I love the family. The family was great and everything. But I was like, holy crap! It was so over the top. What was over the top? He gets a oh, suit. The, the, suit the grandma. The grandma, and then the uncle. It's just like, like oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I don't know. It was a good movie. Me and, me and the family liked it. Kids liked it. Um, I believe this is, according last article I saw, I could be wrong unless he's come out since then, but James Gunn said this was going to stay. This was going to stick in the uh, James Gunn DC universe. So we'll see. Although we also saw that the, the main actor just got hired by Marvel to do voiceover work for one of their cartoons. So. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But James has a good relationship with Marvel, so we'll see. Maybe maybe he won't be upset over that. I don't know. Um, but it's yeah, voice. It's only a voice. Yeah, it's only his voice. So, um, but yeah, it was it was it was an okay movie. There was definitely some unbelievable parts to it. But like you said, Brian, it's it's superheroes. It's supposed to be. Yeah, but I mean, like, come on. I understand that there's a little bit of farce. There's a little bit of believing into the story but then when they stretch it that far i'm like oh geez okay. yeah All right. well that leads me to the next movie and that was barbie on max and i just didn't get it i i get it barbie's an icon barbie's a huge a huge entity in the world so but, popularity from that standpoint, I get, but the movie in itself, I did not think it was that good. But though that movie is not made for you and I, right? Mm, right? Males? Are you talking males? Adult males. Yeah, because it's made more for adults, I think, than kids. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I thought that was catered towards like no. Not my, not my opinion. No. Ah. Yeah. This is this is made for the little girl who grew up playing with Barbies, and is now a adult, teenager, early adult. Yeah, even an adult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that. I think that's who this movie's for. So, it's not. It's no. It's not for young girls. I. I don't think so. I mean. My tweens love it. You know, my, my teenager, she likes it. Um, my wife even liked it, thought it was a cute movie. So I just didn't get the fascination about it. I guess just because of all the hubbub, I was expecting this great movie. It's good, but it's not great. It's so great. when I so when I chose Oppenheimer over Barbie to go see... Oh, Peter, you probably made well. the right choice. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Not that I'm gonna run out to see Oppenheimer. I'm not in a rush to go see that, but oh, it's a great fight. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, yeah. Take it for what it's worth, people. <laughs> uh, the next one, Super Mario Brothers, which is the new animated on Netflix. Really good. I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good movie. 
Um, I will say, you know, at first, because I knew it was Chris, Chris Pratt's voice, I'm like, I can't tell if he's doing Chris Pratt or if he's trying to do a fake Italian accent, accent Chris Pratt. Oh. It was really weird. And finally, I told myself, don't pay attention to that. Let it go. And once I did that, I enjoyed the movie. Um, because I think there was such a big deal over the, the fact that it was Chris Pratt and all that at first that I was like, well, I'm paying attention to his voice. And there was parts that, you know, you could hear a little bit of an Italian accent. And then there was parts where I totally didn't hear it. And I was like, well, what the heck is going on here? And like I said, I finally, I, I early on within like, I would say the first five minutes told myself, I'm not going to enjoy this if I sit here and do this, this whole movie. So I just had to let it go. And then I enjoy, I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good movie. So, oh, so once you, once you do that, you're like, okay, you can sit back and, re- and enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Definitely. Now, and, and, you know, and to be fair, when I was doing it in the first five minutes, it wasn't even Chris Pratt because I think it's Charlie Day who's the who plays Luigi. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with him. I was like, is he trying to do an accent or is he just playing that with a regular voice right now? I couldn't tell. And so it wasn't just Chris Pratt, but same thing i I had to let all that go and just get over it and just say don't pay attention to the accents voices and that kind of stuff just go with it and then it was fine it was a good it was a good movie so all right we're at the last one (laughs) i feel like i've been talking for two hours straight um zach snyder's rebel moon part one on netflix now i I know you're not a fan brian we talked about this a little a little bit earlier you didn't like it. I did not like it. No. I think it was pretty good. I think Ag- it's going to be on the list coming up. Again. <laughs> Again. It. It was. I can see a lot of direct correlations with Star Wars. <laughs> There's a lot of things that. Yeah, this kind of fits in together here. But I also think there was enough. That wasn't a direct correlation. To say, eh, I get it. Yeah, okay. And just try to ignore the other parts. And I thought, I, I thought uh, so far it's got a pretty good movie to it. I'm not going to say it's great. I'll definitely watch part two when it comes out, though. Um, I think that's in April. Yeah, it's in the spring. Late yeah. spring, early summer. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch part two when it comes out. I mean, I'm not going to be sitting there the first day it comes out and be like, oh my God, I got to watch this. It came out today like I was with Reacher. But. I will definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch it and check it out. Um, <laughs> it's just that, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what didn't you like, Brian? I think the over-the-top acting by the main star sometimes just gets to me a little bit. I'm like, ah, oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, she doesn't do much. She doesn't do a lot of acting. Does a lot of action. But yeah. I think she does. She doesn't have that many speaking parts, actually. And the funny thing is, like, there is this one scene at the beginning where she takes on the whole squadron at the bar. Yeah, you that was awesome. About. Yeah, 
but you can see that they're like faking these punches and they're like 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 i'm like uh, oh my god uh, i'm like picking at it i know i'm picking you at are it, you're picking at it but they're like uh yeah it just it was just it was just kind of far-fetching right i'm like uh there's nothing for me to draw myself into um yeah it was it was weird dude. i don't know i i did not enjoy it like you say it was all rip off them for other movies and there's another movie that i'll be talking about that it's ripping off other movies too and i'm like you guys you guys are like taking what worked from other movies and just putting it on your movie this is kind of weird like there's no original thought anymore <laughs> yeah it's not, not not a whole lot of original um and i think that's what it's got to me too that's like you're like wow this is supposed to be a canon for this supposedly rebel moon universe that that um that will supposedly span other movies but yet this movie's uh not gonna do it i don't think gonna do it nope all right. Well, I'm super excited to hear what you watched, Brian, because I never thought in a million years would you not only watch this movie, but pay money to watch this movie. Well, I so typically in holiday times, uh, when family's back from uh, from from where they're at to Michigan, we usually go out to see a movie and this holiday season i think it's because of the writer strike or whatever it may be there's some slim pickings in the theaters right now so i narrowed down to two i narrowed down to two movie it was wonka or aquaman and the lost kingdom and my cousin picked aquaman and the lost kingdom so technically it was not me and we went to see it. Well, I'm shocked you even gave it to him as an option. Well, there was nothing as else. As much though. as you bash Aquaman. There was nothing else out there, though. That's a funny part. Was the, there was nothing else. Um, to be frank, I, you and I know I, didn't, I, I despise the first one. I despise the first one. And going into it, I had a little bit of hater mentality. Like I always do. I'm sure people know that that Brian just hates everything. <laughs> then I was like, okay, here we go. But though, when I got out of it, I was like, this was okay. It was not as bad as the first one. It's okay. Um, I not read, but I've heard things here and there that the first half of this movie is kind of slow until things start to pick up in the second half. Um, but to me, I think the movie was it moved um it was what like two hours or so movie i think it is um and and i didn't feel the two hours if there was a lot of good jokes i think jason momoa um does an excellent job has has um has aquaman author author curry and and kind of like leading through the whole storyline about manta being the main villain this time around uh and trying to get vengeance on on Aquaman for killing his dad from season uh, for, uh, movie number one. Um, it was cool, man. Like it, it had a lot of um, funny storylines. Um, but though, once they get really heavy into it, 
I can see that a lot of the money, a lot of the production value, a lot of that is put into the CGI. It was a, it was a lot of that. If you can get past that, I think I think um, the movie kind of it, it works its way out. Um, but there was this one specific scene at the tail end of the movie that when they get into this like this little lost city of or whatever it may be, that once they get into it, you're like, holy smokes, this is just like a ripoff of um, Lord of the Rings when they got into Mordor. And and I'm like, my gosh, like, did they spend that much money just to rip off another movie right now? And literally they did. Literally they did. And and I mean, like, was that going to ruin my whole experience? I don't I didn't think it was enough. Um and and I think it was okay movie. Uh, I'm not gonna just hate on it just because it was um, a lot of people just don't like all CGI movies, but it was okay. I would prefer this over um, the first movie. So this has redeemed itself a little bit. Now saying all that, I think this may be the last movie that Jason Momoa will be has in has part of Aquaman. He may do some voiceover here and there, or maybe some scene here and there, but there's a good chance that this is might be his last one, and and I think this this is if this is his swan song for um, Aquaman, I think he ended up on a high note. So kudos to him. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. I, I I'm, I'm speechless. Don't even know what to say. Hey man, it, uh, I uh, I gave him a second chance, and 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 I did not regret it. So <laughs> okay, all right. News and rumors. So, on Rolling Stones, they <laughs> it is something different. They release um, the worst movies of 2023, according to Rolling Stone. And they have 10. They list top 10. And I'll go through it really quickly. Um, um, 10, number 10 was 65. Adam Driver, I saw that. It was okay. Number 9, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Quantumania. It wasn't that bad. Number was, eight. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, but it wasn't that good either. Heart of Stone. Did not watch that. Nope. Number seven. The Exorcist Believer. Did not see that. Nope. Number six. Cat Person. Damn, we know. I don't even know what this is about. Nope. Uh, number five. What? <laughs> uh, what man can't jump? I'll, I'll, I'll never see this because I actually want to see this. Oh man, come on, come on! With Jack Harlow, yeah, I can't beat the original. There's no way it'll beat the original. No, no, that's 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 the only thing keeping me from watching is I'm just like, it's gotta suck because can't beat the original. Yeah, Woody Harrison and Wesley Snipes, they they have these. Yeah, there's nothing beating that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Can't believe they remade it with Jack Harlow of all people. Number four, Ghosted on Netflix. Did not see that. That looks really cheesy. Uh, three, You People. I don't know what this is about. So, so this was the movie that right before when we're making our, our list here and I was going back through the movies I watched this year, this was the one that I couldn't remember what it was and I forgot that he was even on this list. And I went and looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, now I know what that movie is. I didn't think it was that bad. Wait, you seen this? You yeah, People? Yeah, i seen this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. There, were, I, I felt there was some pretty funny moments in it. It, it had a, it had, it's a good story. Is it a comedy? Um, yeah, for the most, well, yes. Or is it no. drama? 
a little mixed. It's a little mixed. I mean, when you got Eddie Murphy, Julie Louise Dreyfus, uh, Jonah Hill, I mean, come on. It's it's got a little oh, bit. Oh, Jonah Hill is trying to marry into Eddie Murphy's family. Yes. Got yes. it. Okay. Yeah. And and so you got one side that's Jewish, one side that's African American, you know, mixing them all up. So I mean it yeah, it you know, even it says in the thing it, it says it's it isn't sure whether or not it's a rom com because it's kind of weird yeah. like that. But it it it's got some very important key, like I would say lessons. But or, I don't know if you say lessons, but, you know, it tries to make a point about some things and, and it does, I feel, in a, in a good way. But at the same time, yeah, it wasn't the greatest movie, but it wasn't the worst. I wouldn't put it number three. So it's pretty high up there. Number three, 2023. I know. I, know. I was kind of shocked by that. but Because the next two, I don't know, I didn't even know they were out. I didn't. I, I didn't I, Never I even heard of it. Number two, Anna Nicole Smith. You don't know me. Never don't know what it is about. Nope. I'm sure it's a documentary about her life, but yeah, I don't think that's nope. enough to um to 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 watch it. And number one, we need to poop blood and honey. What the heck is even what the heck is even this movie? It's a know. horror movie, it seems like. I mean, I don't know what it is. I think but, it's hilarious that they say that they were they wear a poo and piglet mask and they're bloodthirsty murderers terrorizing college women in Christopher Robin. And it says that this movie was made in 10 days on a budget of a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, well, that, that speaks volume then 10 days and hundred thousand dollars. I, I want to know where you go to watch this movie. Where can you even watch it? I, <laughs> I'm sure it's on uh, YouTube somewhere. <laughs> Um, but out of the 10, I know that we have not seen a lot of these. Uh, in your travels of 2023, what's one thing that you add? What was one movie that you add to this? And before we record it, we're thinking about what's the what should we define as a movie? Is it only releasing theaters or releasing both uh, VOD, straight out VOD and theaters? Sorry, theaters and or VOD. Can we consider that or just theater only? And I think we are saying that it can be VOD and or theater. So we're 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 opening it up to yeah all uh, movies. Considering a lot of these are, are movies that I haven't even heard of, so I'm sure right. they come theaters. Um, and some of these are Netflix, you know, straight Netflix movies that just came out on Netflix or like White Man Can't Jump was just on Hulu, that kind of a thing. You got to include everything. So if we got to include everything, I have to go back to and I think it was a Netflix movie. Um, just watched it not that long ago. Matter of fact, I will have written down where I watched it. It was on Amazon Prime. It was a movie called Xmas. Uh and it was a Christmas movie with, uh, oh, Jesus, I can't think, Green Arrow's cousin. Robbie Amell's in it. Oh. Uh, I think it's Peyton Meester. No, not Peyton Meester. I can't think of her name. Anyways, that was a dumb movie. I didn't even, I got up, went and picked my daughter up from a friend's house, missed 45 minutes of it in the middle, and came back, and I didn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like. 
I kind of asked the family, fill me in quick. And they told me in like two, three minutes. I was like, okay. And I was done. Oh, wow. Movie was bad. So that was my number one. I did have a number two, and that was called Swimming for Gold. What is that? Yeah, that was one I watched with my family. We picked it out based on the star of the movie, which was Peyton List from Cobra Kai and the TV show on Disney, Jesse. Um, so the kids were kind of interested in watching that one. It was about a, a girl swimmer who's ready to go to the Olympics and she ends up has social media issues and gets out of swimming and goes and coaches a boys team at some place, I think in Australia or something like that and gets them to where they're getting ready for the Olympics or something. I don't know. Mm. It was okay. It wasn't the greatest movie of all, though. So Yeah. My top is... I know what you're going to say. Well, I don't know what you're going to say because you should have something like Blue Beetle on there that you said you couldn't even finish. But you know what? That is true. That is true. (laughs) But... But I know what you're going to say, and I wanted to put my put that movie on there myself, but I can't do it. So I'll let you see. I mean, it is going to be Rebel Moon. It has to be Rebel Moon. Oh, I, like. I thought for sure you were going to say The Flash. It was high up there, though. I think, I think The Flash is high up there. The Flash, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, it, it, was, it, was, it was up there. It's up I there. I think it was up there, yeah. I mean, it is up there. But I think Rebel Moon was so... So the Flash has some originality to it. There's some okay. There's there, there's some cool parts to it. Um, but the Rebel Moon is just like, I'm like you're just borrowing stuff from Star Wars and just trying to make your own. Come on, like come on, man, come on, Snyder. Now, now, given the fact that I should have said this before, I think I don't know why or what happened. Zack Snyder did not have the final cut. Is that right? And somebody else made the final cut to this movie and now there's a push for another Zack Snyder cut of this movie. No. I think it is. No, come on. I think it is. I think Zack Snyder, just like Justice League, did not have the final cut to Rebel Moon. And there's a push for having a Snyder cut of Rebel Moon. No, we we gotta look this up because this, from everything I've heard, this is totally his movie. One hundred percent. I think it is. Because I think he was shooting for rated R, and this is. And Netflix wanted a PG-13. I don't know. Okay, maybe. So, there's a, in, in, a, in a weird sense of things, this may not be what he had envisioned. Um, and, and, and that there's going to be a cut. Why do... Why do people keep hiring this guy if they're going to keep doing this crap to him? Well, why is he signing up for movies if they're not going to let him have the final cut? Yeah. This is this is ridiculous. 
right? You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I might be a little too harsh on this movie because the director did not have the final say. Um, but man, as it stands right now, Rebel Moon Part 1 is my 2020-2023 bus of the year. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. So, that was it for News and Rumors. All right. Anything else? That was it. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the first time in 2024, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember it's theptrshow at gmail.com or on Twitter slash the X slash whatever you want to call it at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family for the PTR show. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. Nerds out.